Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The classic rock band Foghat headlines the annual Rock and Roll for Children benefit concert at the Fillmore in Silver Spring, Maryland on Saturday, March 9th. I spoke to the band's founding drummer, Roger Earl, about hits like Slow Ride, as well as John Belinke, founder of the Rock and Roll for Children Foundation, which raises money for the children's in at NIH. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Nice to hear you, Jason, and uh, thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Roger Earl, uh, drummer of Fog Hat, uh, the classic rock band of Slow Ride. And, uh, and we also have John Belinke, who is on the line, too, the founder of the Rock and Roll for Children Benefit. Okay. Hey, Jason, Don't... we are very grateful that you're here and obviously delighted that Roger's coming down to perform. Yeah, um, it's for a good cause. And um, I, we're coming down the day before, so... Uh, Linda and I, our manager, my wife and my girlfriend, I'm married to, uh, what is it, the Holy Trinity, I guess. (laughs) 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 Hopefully we're going to get a chance to sort of meet some of the kids and uh, talk to them. Um, I'm going to keep some drumsticks in a backpack just in case somebody looks like they could use them. But there again, I don't want these kids damaging damaging themselves with drumsticks. (laughs) (laughs) Keep a close eye on the drumsticks. Yeah, Um, we'll keep an eye on them. (laughs) Well, well, is it it at the Fillmore again in Silver Spring? Fillmore, Silver Spring, Saturday night, March 9th, and things kick off at 6.30, and there's a couple bands warming everybody up for Foghat to crush it. Awesome, awesome. And then after that, I believe... Uh, somebody suggested that we're going to have a jam session, and I'm always up for that. <laughs> that's that's the plan at the end of the night from Indie Music is organizing that. Yeah, John's a good friend of mine. So, Roger, well, I, obviously you and, and Fog hat, you know, you're you're sort of the the headliner, if you will. But who, I, Roger, do you know, or if John, if you need to take this either way, like, do you know what what all band members are going to be on stage? Yes, um, a local band, Mojo Sun, that's joined by Ron Holloway, who's just wonderful on on the horn, uh, is going to lead things off at 6.30. And then probably around 7.30, quarter to 8, Tusk, which is a unbelievable Fleetwood Mac tribute band, is going to take right. the stage. And then uh, we're hopeful around 9, 9.15 or so, 9.30, Foghat's going to come out and and they'll they'll just tear it apart awesome and roger have you played with any of these folks before like do you know any of the tusk members or anything or is this going to be a a first time collab uh probably a first time um but i have played with fleetwood mac in my early uh early days back in england when uh i was in savoy brown and i've met i know the i've known the members of the band of fleetwood mac for years so i'm looking forward to hearing tusk 
Uh, I mean, Fleetwood Mac, what a great band. What an incredible history they have as well. So that'll be enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, you, you can speak to the original real Fleetwood Mac. And so they got they got big shoes to fill here. <laughs> uh, no, any, anybody who can play Fleetwood Mac songs and sing like they did, uh, they have to have their uh, shit together, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. Jason, they should just be happy they're coming on before Foghat and not after. <laughs> I love go that far. <laughs> well, how many? Uh, how many? Roger, how many members of of, of like the original Foghat are going to be there with you, or, or or you know how how many replacements have been in recent years? That kind of thing. Only me. Everybody else has passed. Um, uh, so uh, Brian Bassett, our lead and slide guitar player, has been with us 27, 28 years. Uh, he was originally in a band called wild cherry back in 1976 they oh, had a yeah. hit with Play that funky music, funky right? music white boy yeah he was the lead <laughs> guitar player mm-hmm. and and he was also in molly hatchet uh we yeah. saved him from that uh actually he's <laughs> um an incredible guitar player wonderful human being and um he's been with us 27 years uh Rodney O'Quinn, our bass player, has been with us eight years after our original bass player, uh, Craig McGregor, died um, eight years ago, nine years ago now. No. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not good with dates like that, but I remember <laughs> the person. Craig McGregor and I were really brothers in, in every sense of the word. He's been, he'd been with us since 1975 and... Uh, yeah, we were really tight. Bass players and drummers, they uh, they hang tight together. Craig once told me, bass players and drummers, he said, me and you, Roger, said, uh, we put the road, lay the road down that the rest of them travel on, which kind of, you know, which I kind of liked. Yeah, I miss my brother. But oh. the current band is incredible. We're having the time of our lives. Scott Holt has been with us for two years, a lead singer and lead guitar player. Uh, he spent 10 years with Buddy playing in Buddy Guy's band, so you know he can play and sing. Yeah. Um, I've known him since 2014. We, he's played on our last two uh, live uh, studio albums, and um, we also have another side project called Earl and the Agitators that Scott Holt leads. He is now our lead singer, our previous lead singer, Charlie Hune, who was with the band uh, for 20 years, uh, retired. Uh, just over two years ago so this is the third year that scott has been with us mm. but we've been friends and played together since 2014 that's um a brief synopsis of the history of fog hat yeah yeah thanks that was of the of the band members that was a good roundup i get and i guess uh i uh, lonesome dave died in what 2000 i think so gosh it's been a while longer than i realized now uh, uh 20 22 years ago Mm, 24 years something i don't know i'm bad at yeah. math but, but yeah wow. the, um i don't i don't remember when they passed i just remember yeah. them um yeah being here in fact um my uh my wife remembers all the dates because she has it in her journal and uh so she reminds me each day of the days that happened when they passed when they were had birthdays when they pass, that, that sort of kind of bothers me, but I like to remember their birthdays and the time we spent together. And uh, I talk about them regularly. So, um, and I have pictures all over the house. 
I think yeah. pictures are important. You know, when after somebody's passed, I I still feel that they're with me. They're out there with me when I walk, when I talk, when I play. Um, it's uh, I'm not trying to get maudling here, but it's how I feel about it. They were uh, they were all a big part of my life, and uh, I uh, I have great great memories. Yeah, that's, no, I, that's so true. I, I'm fine if you want to get you know whatever spiritual whatever with it because they are they they you never walk alone. They're always with you, and the music lives right. on forever. The music's eternal, frozen in time. You're all there together, jamming forever. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I live the life I love, and I love the life I live. So oh. maybe we should play that. <laughs> you should. There you go. <laughs> Perfect for the set. Um, that's right. Sounds like a good song. Yeah, exactly. It is. <laughs> it is. It's a it's great blues tune, actually. Well, while we're doing the trip down memory lane, I mean, I want to wrap it around back around to the benefit, you know, in in a second, yes. and bring John back in. But, you know, real quick, you know, re remind us, remind us how you all actually formed. It was in London in like 71. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, I was um, three of us were in the band Savoy Brown uh, from like 67 to the end of 1970. And myself and Lonesome Dave uh, left Foghat, uh, left, sorry, left Savoy Brown and formed Foghat. It took us a year or so to get it together. Our first album came out in 1972, and that was the beginning of that part of the journey. And that was the self-titled one, and it had uh, I Just Want to Make Love to You on it, right? The, the cover, the blues song? Yeah, uh, it was written by Willie Dixon and first covered by Muddy Waters. I actually met Muddy Waters and played with him in 1960, 1977. Hmm. And I met uh, Willie Dixon, who wrote so many great blues tunes. Um, without people like Willie Dixon, there would be no rock and roll. And I met him in 1977 out in Chicago. He came to see a show with a couple of his kids. And uh, I got the opportunity to, to go to his house and have dinner with him with uh, Dave and Rob Price. Wow. And uh, yeah, he was incredible. And I got to meet his uh, daughter again recently, who served us at his house. And she was seven or eight years old back then. And I got to meet her uh, last year uh, in, um, in Chicago, where they have the Blues Heaven Foundation that she runs. It was, um, yeah, it was interesting. She, uh, that we were at the Blues Heaven Foundation, which is Willie Dixon's foundation, and uh, we're going around. It's the old Chess Records building, which you know spawns so many incredible blues and rock and roll records. Chuck Berry, uh, it's incredible. Anyway, this rather rather beautiful young woman. I guess she's about twenty five now, maybe a bit more than that. Is smiling at me, and I'm going. I don't think I, I don't know her. <laughs> why she's smiling at me like she knows me. And then afterwards, she told me that she was serving myself and, and Rod and Dave when we were at dinner. And she was seven years old then. That's why I didn't recognize her. But um, it was, uh, yeah, we have, I have all those sort of wonderful things from time to time pop up, people that I've met over the years. It's, um, you know, I love what I do. And uh, I'm so happy that I've got a chance and the whole band has got a chance to do, to do this. I mean, benefit rock and roll for Children's Foundation. It's uh, I'm really looking forward to doing this. 
Yeah, and John Blinky, hop back in here. When did you discover Foghat? Do you remember? Was do you remember that? You know that that uh, that I just want to make love to you sort of breakthrough, or or was it more like you know, I, a couple I, years I will, later? I'll tell you my my brush with Foghat greatness. <laughs> I, obviously, I loved their music my whole life. I started to play guitar when I was getting close to my 40th birthday, and somebody gave me a, a gift of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, and Rod was one of the counselors, wow. if you will. And yeah. I got to spend some time with him and play with him, and uh, you know, shortly before he passed away, and uh, it was it was a neat experience. But you know, who doesn't love Foghat's music? I mean, it's 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 epic. Yeah, Rob Price was an incredible guitar player, brilliant slide guitar. Do you play slide, John? I do not play. I'm a I'm a lousy rhythm guitarist, but I you know, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got game. <laughs> You should come up on stage with that exact moniker. And now the lousy rhythm guitar. <laughs> That's right. lousy. lousy, a lot. You know, fortunately, I never gave up my day job. But, you know, this, this charity has enabled me to, like, stay involved. You know, a, stay a, num you know, a number of years everything. back. A number of years back, I was out in Colorado. And we, we, had a, we were riding our bikes, myself and Linda. And uh, we, we stopped off at a record store. And over the record store was a sign. It said, without music, life would be a mistake. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think people get so many memories from music. Uh, you know, it's it reminds you of like uh, moments in time and what you've been doing. And another thing that I think is important, music should always change. I think if it stayed the same, um, I don't think it would be good. Every generation has music and songs that that reminds them of where they were at certain times i mean it's been that way since uh recorded uh since they started recording what was that back in the 20s i think something like that um so yeah music is very important i think to life and uh, uh i'm one of those fortunate few that earns a living doing something i love so i'm very grateful for that Absolutely. Well, uh, before I bring it back to the the uh, the benefit, my listeners will kill me if I don't at least ask one question about slow ride, since that is like the thing <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> but then, you, yeah, I mean, do you remember you know putting it together, being in the in the studio? Any cool insights of when that was actually before it was this famous thing everybody knew about? You know, putting it together musically. Well, actually, uh, yeah, nineteen seventy four. Uh, Nick Jamison, a longtime producer, joined the band on bass. Tony Stevens, our bass player, left the band. And um, myself and Rob Price uh, co-owned a house out here on Long Island. I was living up in Bearsville, Woodstock at the time, and I was good friends with Nick Jamison. We used to go and play badminton and stuff like that together and jam at the local bars. And we didn't have a bass player, so I asked Nick if he wanted to join the band, which he did. We drove down to Long Island and Rod and I had had the basement uh, soundproofed. Very important if Fog Hat's playing. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, and literally, Dave was at the microphone and, and said, and started, said, oh, I got this song. And um, the band uh, arranged it. Actually, Nick Jamison actually arranged the song. And then uh later on in 75 74 75 we went up to sharon vermont 
on the top of a mountain down there because we wanted to get away from all the noise and bustle of the city and whatever. And it was the first time, actually, that the band had taken any time off the road to record since the first album where we had like a year off the road, year and a half off the road. Yeah. Um, so we took about three months off the road and that's where we started it. And uh, right from the beginning, it was, what, seven minutes and 40 seconds. And I remember Nick Jamieson and I, well, Nick mixed it, but I was there. I basically brought him tea and biscuits and said, turn the drums up. But uh, we drove back down to Woodstock uh, to see Paul Fishkin, who was uh, the head of the record company, Bearsville Records. And he said, and we said, this is the new single. And he and Paul said, you can't have a single that's over seven minutes long. And we said, yes, you can. And uh, we insisted upon it. Well, we released it as a seven-minute single. And of course, DJs back then, a number of them actually sort started sort of cutting the ending part out anyway. So yeah. we remixed it at the end. But um, yeah, it was um, it's a classic tune. It actually started off with uh, was basically a John Lee Hooker riff, and then we uh, added Fog Hat to it. You know, like instead of playing it in a shuffle, it, we playing a straight sort of uh, two four and uh, at the beginning of the song Nick said just go bang Rog I said what do you mean he said just go bang just go bang just go bang <laughs> <laughs> which I do and I love my job <laughs> I love it I love it <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, speaking of Just Go Bang, who, who in your mind, Roger, were the best to ever Just Go Bang? Do you have, I mean, there's so many legendary drummers. Is there one you think he never gets enough credit? Or is there one that's like, you know, justifiably, you know, rated properly as the greatest drummer ever in your mind? Uh, you know, uh, the way I approach drums is I play in a band. You know, I mean, it's, it's good fun, like, to sort of, uh, you know, you have to work at it, you know, initially when you're, you know, learning how to play. And I took lessons for about three years and I was started when I was 11 or 12 years old. Uh, but it's 
it's all about the music. Um, of course, there's some incredible drummers. I mean, you just stick Buddy Rich and go all the way back, you know, to uh, and then you know, like more modern drummers, John Bonham from Led Zeppelin, uh, Ginger Baker, and I knew both of those people. I mean, I grew up with them, but um, it's all about the music. Uh, there's so many incredible drummers out there, anyway. Um, you know, I think a drummer's job is to, you know, support the song, support the lyrics, support the the lead instrument. Um, and I'm happy doing that. Okay, uh, occasionally I do drum solos, usually when the amps break down. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, Buddy Rich. In fact, I have a picture of Buddy Rich up, up in my uh, in the house. Uh, um, Drummers, they have fun. Also, the really cool thing about, I think, with drummers, we love to share the knowledge. Uh, you get a bunch of drummers together, and all they want to do is like, sit down and pick up sticks and start tapping on stuff. And when I was growing up, um, I grew up in southwest London, in Hounslow, near Heathrow Airport. And uh, I was always like, before I started taking drum lessons, I would tap on the good china with my knife and fork. I would use a, a lampshade as a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> my mother used to call me such a noisy sod <laughs> but uh, actually uh, I had fantastic parents um, they encouraged us in all sort of things that we did we, we weren't sort of wealthy by any means you know I grew up um, uh, you know after World War II um, we were on rations until I was about eight or nine but uh, there was always music in our house. We always we had a radio, you know, uh, record player eventually, of course, and the TV. Any kind of musical thing that was going on the radio, we had it on. My father played piano. Mum sang. Dad sang. Uh, they came from the East End of London. If anybody's familiar with the East End of London, uh, everybody loves to sing and play. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I don't think I appreciated how cool my parents really were when I was growing up. Typical kids, you know, think you know it all. But um, now I, I look back and I'm really grateful that I had that the life that I had because my parents encouraged us with any, any kind of direction we wanted to go. And uh, I remember when I got my first drum kit when I was 15. I'd saved up after... Uh, I, I had I had I worked three nights a week after school and a Saturday mornings in a bakery and then I would do my go to my drum lessons Saturday afternoon and when I so, uh, dad had to sign on the dotted line for my first drum kit and he said well you got to keep up the payments son which I did um, it's uh, yeah and then I moved the drum kit into our uh, dining living room which is it was a small house. And as I started playing, the mum came in and said, this will never do. <laughs> so, so I was moved out into dad's uh, woodworking shed and they soundproofed it for me. And I would be in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, drummer in the house. Don't do it. Don't do it. Parents beware. <laughs> Yeah, because when you tap, when you're drumming on the the lampshade, you know the lights are flickering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> A little no, no, strobe no, effect. Would, yeah, right. 
Uh, but we didn't have strobes back then. That was a long time ago. In fact, we just had electricity, I think. <laughs> you, you invented it by hitting the lampshade. There, the light bulb was going on and off, it looked like. But it was just ideas, right and left. Um, so that's such great stories of growing up and, and yeah, nod to your parents and the backstory of the band. I love all here and all that. I could talk that all day. But um, but before we go, John, um, remind us the founding of um, of the Rock and Roll for Children benefit. Right? It started in what, 04? Like, what was the mission? Well, we started in 04 doing benefits for kids and we actually formed the charity in 08 and, uh, you know, to, to give back, I mean, my, my personal, you know, things are kids and dogs and either, either one is an easy thing for me to throw myself into. And certainly we're in the, in the nation's capital and we have the children's Inn, which is a premier facility on the campus of NIH that treats kids that are really at their last, at their last hope of some of the experimental treatments that NIH is is pushing forward, and uh, it's just such a wonderful place where kids can have a respite from the care, and their families can stay together while they're in these long courses of treatment. And it's just, uh, it's a wonderful cause to support. And people don't realize that the Children's Inn, while located in D.C. in the D.C. area serves kids from 105 different countries. Wow. They're serving 1,500 families at the moment from all over the world, and none of these kids have to pay to be there. None of these families have to pay to stay there. And that's why it's so important that we do what we do to help them pay for this stuff and, and families not have to go without treatment or be separated during these long periods of treatment. Wow. That it's that's such a great service. And 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 do you I, I don't if you don't, it's okay, but do you know off the top of your head like how much you've raised uh for the Well children? we've raised over a million we've raised over a million dollars for kids' causes and specifically over a half a million for the children's in. Wow. That's incredible. And we are the largest annual non corporate donor of the children's in year after year. That's fantastic. Awesome. And you get to hear some good music in the process. That's awesome. It's, um, you know what? Enough rubber chicken dinners and golf outings. This is a lot more fun. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so so if people are hearing this and they want to, you know, you know, contribute and, and, and get involved, uh, what is it? You 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 just buy a ticket to the show um, or there's also some like memorabilia, like auction stuff going on. Right. Yeah, there, there's an amazing auction with an unbelievable array of music memorabilia. Some of some of which you you know are are limited out there because you're not going to find stuff signed by Tom Petty or Charlie Watts right. <laughs> or right. Glenn Frey anymore because they're gone. So what's out there is out there. We've got some beautiful pieces in the auction. A lot of experiences and trips, sports memorabilia, jewelry, um, a lot of wine and brown liquors if that's your thing. Um, everybody can go to rockandrollforchildren.org, all spelled out. They can buy tickets. They can make donations. They can log into the auction right now and bid. It is online and, and live. And uh, the Fillmore at 630 on March 9th is the place to be. Absolutely. And uh, I, I just like to add that um, I have my last Ludwig drum kit up there for auction uh, because I use DW drums now. This was like I used it through 85 through 96 um that's up for auction um i have a you know of course it was mine and uh, we're also giving some fog hat wine uh donating fog hat wine. i was going to mention a, that tell us about yeah. the wine 
and uh, wine uh, bottles will be signed and the drum kit will be signed and yes uh, it's on you can see the drum kit on, on the website now they can have a drum lesson if they want uh, but uh <laughs> yeah it's uh it, one of uh, the drums because i didn't use them for so long they were down at our studio down in florida uh, one of the bass drums there's two bass drums 26 inch bass drums big drums and one of the rack toms were left out of their cases so they instead of red they're kind of this puke orange which <laughs> makes them sort of look rather interesting but there is a they're, it, they're all like together the wine uh we've been making wine since uh myself and linda have been involved in, in wine making since about 19 uh, 2005 i think our first wine was they all come from the central coast of california at the moment we have a 2013 Pinot Noir, which is absolutely fabulous. We have a 2014 Chardonnay. They both come from the central coast of California. And yes, uh, I and the, the band will sign them and uh, uh, whatever else they need. And the same with the drum kit, that is up for auction. So uh, um, good. I mean, it's all going to a good, good cause. Um, I think we've got like two cases or four cases of wine going there. Yeah, you guys have been great. wonderful to us, and we are so grateful and so excited to see you next week and to hear the performance. Yeah, All so right. the, the yeah, Lud thank you, John. The Ludwig drum set and uh, and the the fog hat wine, uh, John. In the final seconds, are there any other individual things you could tease, like this guitar signed by X or this drum kit by you know what I mean from other bands that might be they can bid on? Oh my gosh, we have guitars from the stones taylor swift we we have a signed guitar from taylor swift and then taylor reached out and sent us another one with her picture airbrushed on it oh right um, she happens to be very very philanthropic and she's just been totally supportive of us every year she's just uh i think she's going places you're gonna hear some stuff from her <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think she's probably going to win some Grammys, right? Yeah, right. Or she. I, by the way, why if they don't have her headlining the Super Bowl next year, something's wrong. You know, that's just perfectly made for that. You know, you know, she is a totally amazing artist. Yeah. I um I I read nothing but really good things about her from her crew, people who work with her. Um. An absolutely amazing uh, woman and an amazing artist. I haven't had a chance to see her, but um, my daughters have. And uh, there was a young woman who was doing our merchandise uh, for a while, Rebecca, and she was just over the top about how incredible Taylor Swift is. And like, I think she does like a three-hour yeah. set, you know, concerts. It's like, yeah. wow. And writes all of her own stuff. Today. That's what's cool to me, you know? Right. New artists today who actually sing and play an instrument, I'm I'm yeah, all right. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Sing, play, write your own stuff, not just manufactured in it. You know, it, I I I, re I respect it. Um, well, plenty of respect for Foghat as well. You got to come out and see Foghat and and Tusk the Fleetwood Mac cover band. A so, week from uh, this Saturday on March 9th. Um, it's gonna be a really good time. So, uh, hey, thank you so so much for doing this. It's uh, our pleasure, and Roger, I can't wait to hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting you, John and Jason. Thank you for doing this. Um, 
a good time will be had by one and all. We're going to boo your boot heels and sneakers away. <laughs> He's come a long way from playing drums on those lampshades, baby. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. All right. Well, you can wear a lampshade on your head at the show if you want. He, uh, no, no, He's going to no. be a fool in our city. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you. Our pleasure. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.